0: What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. I am your host, Robert. And today, I have a, I think I have a temporary guest with me. Can you say hi? Can you say hi? <laughs> say hi, Vash. <laughs> say hi. <laughs> Vash. Yes. Say Hi. Hi. See, got a little temporary guest with me my son Vash <laughs> Well, we'll see how long he sticks on with me But uh, yeah, this going to be a little bit of a different episode <laughs> At least starting off uh, So yeah, let's pretty much just get right into the show for another episode, like I said, I know I didn't do my uh, <laughs> my usual intro, but I wanted Bash uh, to introduce himself properly, and so, yeah, um, I hope everybody out there is having an awesome week, or has had an awesome week, um, this week has been kind of thrown off schedule, because with uh, Shonen Jump being on break this week... And chapter's coming out on Monday. Just kind of threw everybody's schedules off. So, but yeah. So you got a lot to say, Vash. <laughs> okay. So a minute and a half in, and Vash was done. He dipped. But so yeah. So yeah. My 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 week has been going pretty good. um, You know, we we are deep in preparations for the kids to go back to school on wednesday so by the time y'all hear this it'll be the next day or so but or the kids might already be back in school so yeah so you know all the fun stuff that goes along with that we had to do the uh meet the teacher night what was it last thursday i believe and then obviously lots of school shopping supplies and clothes and all that good and fun stuff so yeah just busy times as usual um, other than that, you know, I think uh, a couple of my kids had basketball games, basketball practices, and yeah, I don't think I don't think I have too much other as far as like housekeeping going on. Just that uh, you know, as always, I, I appreciate everybody that is listened has listened. Um, and of course, just a reminder, if you are not already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast um, on whatever streaming service that you, per- that you prefer, because I should be on everything. If I'm not, let me know, and I'll do my best to get on that platform. Um, I also have, you know, the Dennis Talk YouTube channel. I have some ideas for some stuff that I want to do on that channel, um, but just the time, time, time is my biggest Um, adversary at the moment so once I kind of figure out the structure of how I want to do that um, then I get the ball run on that so yeah and then you know last little thing I kind of want to mention as well just want to float the idea out there um, because it's something I want to do but just you know any feedback would be very awesome Um, I am contemplating uh, because I've been kind of sketching out a like a official logo for that needs to talk like as a brand so i'm trying to sketch it out like rough draft of getting somebody to design a logo for me because i want to do actual merch shirts hats so on and so forth so yeah just let me know if, if any of y'all be down with that or might be interested just let me know like so i'm always interested in feedback so as always you can always you know hit me up dm me on twitter instagram or through my website that or email me directly through at podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, just let me know if you would be interested in any Dannys Talk related merch. So uh, yeah, Um trying to think, is there any, I don't think there's like any like much news or nothing, nothing super major for me that I can think of. Um, if I do, or if I remember later, I'll just make note of it and mention it next week. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll kind of go ahead and just roll right on into the show. Okay, so a couple of, uh, just, just like a few show-related things I want to talk about. Um, first off, I want to start off with, or well, I guess I'll say next week's episode, we'll probably, hopefully, fingers crossed, if time permits, I want to do do like a lot of more show catch-up stuff, hopefully, um, just because Shonen Jump is on break again next week, so there will be no manga, or at least none of the, Main stuff I'm going to be talking about today, next week, so that might be more of a TV show focused one. We'll see. I've said that before and time hadn't permitted it, but that's kind of like what I'm thinking about. But for today, i going to talk about um, just just a few things. So I'm starting off with Remain, So, and just a reminder, this is the, the water polo sports anime that's on Funimation. And so I was a couple episodes behind on that. So I believe it was episode, I think it was four and five of uh, of Remain. And yeah, just, you know, just, just kind of just in general, I'm still like really enjoying this episode or just enjoying this anime. Um, like I mentioned, you know, back when I first started is like <laughs> I had little to no knowledge or interest in water polo. Now, I, I am a fan of swimming. I love swimming, been swimming since I was like six or seven years old. Um, but as far as water polo, I knew little to nothing about it, but this anime, yeah, it's just been just really awesome. And I guess just just as a refresher for anybody that might be new here, um, and hearing this for the first time. So the main character of this show, basically he was part of the national championship water polo team in middle school. Well, he basically, his family ended up in a car accident with him in it. And not only was he in a coma for six months, but when he woke up from that coma, he had he had amnesia to where he lost the last three years worth of his memories. So all of middle school, all his time doing water polo, he remembers none of it. And so basically, this is kind of just like his journey, like trying to figure that stuff out. So um, so yes, yeah, so like I said, episodes four and five um, for remain, yeah. Like I said, just once again, just just really good, really solid. Um, I know. I can't remember his name, the the one character that they were trying to recruit on their team last episode, but they lost the race to, you know what they needed needed to do to, to convince him to join. Well, long story short, come to find out one of the main characters' former teammates is this guy's brother who had, who he had been idolizing for a long time and the reason why he got into swimming and stuff whatever was to be his brother well basically the stars align all these dots are connecting and so basically the guy ends up deciding to to join the team and so yeah that was like very awesome just like oh of course there'll be some type of connection to finally get him to to come back and to join the team but i i really enjoyed so in this episode they had a uh well, I guess it was like the second episode. They basically had like an exhibition match, <laughs> and it ended up being against like some some grade school kids, and they were getting their butts destroyed. Um, but before then, you know, these episodes, and and I, and I know I've seen a lot of people talking about it online or whatever. It's just like everybody outside of his family, like all these different classmates and stuff or whatever. Like like the amount of pressure the amount of pressure and expectations that they're putting on the main character of like, yo, you, you, you were so great at this and you know, you used to do this. You used to do that. And it's, it's like, I, I can't even imagine like the, the amount of just pressure, weight, potential guilt that he, that he is feeling with like, okay, you're being told that you, that you were this great prodigy and all this stuff, but you, don't remember any of it you have no memory of it but i did like that uh i think uh he ended up i don't think uh, basically at some point in these two episodes he ends up going and talking to his former uh advisor from his previous team and basically just like trying to figure like okay like hey like what what was so special about me you know, because I keep hearing all these people telling me I used to be great and I see the pictures and stuff, but like, but what about me was so great. And basically the coach, the advisor told him like, basically his work ethic is that like, hey, he put in the time and the work ethic to get better. It wasn't necessarily that he was a prodigy and all this stuff. But it was just like, no, he just worked harder than everybody. And he wrote and he told him that like, hey, I think you mentioned sometime in the past that you had a uh a box or some boxes in your closet where you recorded yourself and so basically he saw dozens and dozens of DVDs to where literally every day all those years he would record himself just practicing simple stuff from just like you know practicing the arm movement to throw the ball in his room to you know like bouncing the ball off the wall which is why there was like a little indentation um on the wall, and so yeah, he just he just started watching all these film, and that kind of just like reignited, and kind of gave him like some more encouragement to keep going because that yeah, cause because I feel like the pressure stuff was really getting to him, especially when they freaking getting their butts beat by this freaking uh, elementary school team. You know, it's like okay, I'm supposed to be this great person, but I can't even handle you no know, kids. You know, basically. And so, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I just really enjoyed that. And I also enjoyed the parallel with their little, uh, they have a little turtle inside of their shop and throughout the episodes, the turtle kept on trying to climb up to the top of the first step, but he would, you know, he would fall off and end up end up on his back. And, and then the younger sister would come like silly turtle, you know, why do you keep doing that? You know, you can't do it, but he kept on trying, kept on trying. And then towards like the end of that episode when the main character had found out or got the realization like, no, I just worked hard. That's how I got as good as I was. Then we see the turtle finally climb up to that first step and make it up there. And then the little sister's like, oh, or the mom or whoever was like, Oh, good job to the turtle. So, uh, but yeah, I I just love stuff like that and I and I love that that now he has a solid kind of like Idea of okay how can i get back to potentially where i used to be if not maybe better and it's just hey starting from ground zero and just putting in the work putting in the time of just training like like how he used to so so i look forward to hopefully him kind of you know learning and going through those motions and stuff and the the other thing too that i enjoyed about these episodes is kind of like getting to learn a little bit more background on some of the other team members like one of them was a chef <laughs> okay and yeah so sorry about that yeah v- vash came to pay me another visit <laughs> for a minute but uh, but yeah um yeah i just really love this love, love this anime and just getting a chance to come and see more of these characters and stuff so yeah um like i said remain um, streaming on funimation um make sure y'all check it out all right all right so next up uh let's see let's talk about uh <laughs> the uh the the big movie of the weekend that i saw so i watched freaking uh the suicide squad now that first one it, it was like eh, it was okay if that I uh, really don't remember too much aside from like oh you know Will Smith was a dead shot <laughs> and you know Harley Quinn and a couple other characters whatever. but aside from that not very memorable now going oh, and, in and, and obviously just heads up I'm you know, I'm not going to talk too much about the movie or whatever but anything I might say might be potential spoilers so just a heads up on that but um, but yeah I watched it at home I didn't go out to the theater for this I just watched it at home on HBO Max where it's streaming for the next month but um but yeah, it, it for me it was a it was a fun, crazy adventure movie, you know, uh, two hours and some change, and yeah, I just kind of watched it, you know, over the course of uh, what was that set, Saturday evening, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, you know, pretty, pretty much like out the gate, I knew, I, I, I knew from from like just watching the trailer and the marketing stuff that this is probably gonna be a a wild movie. But just like out the gate, just seeing all these freaking, uh, characters, all these crazy costumes, freaking, uh, I can't remember, never remember the actor's name, but the guy that played, uh, Merle on Walking Dead and and Yondu and Guardians of the Galaxy, like him with the weasel dude and all that stuff. Just like, it it was just like fun and crazy. Um, (laughs) pretty much like when they, uh. When they first, when the movie first starts, and they like, you know, recruit everybody, whatever, and like they, they get to like, like jumping, like parachute into the water or whatever to infiltrate the little island they're going to infiltrate, and like everybody's getting in the water, stealth swimming around and stuff, whatever, and then freaking weasel jumps in the water, and then it's just like flailing about, and then everybody's just looking at each other, and even people back in the uh, control room, the ma- the base, whatever, people are like, did did nobody check to see if weasel could swim <laughs> and i just died laughing at that part and then though it was funny that, like he actually did survive uh because everybody thought he was dead but like at the very freaking tail end of the movie they go back to the island he freaking cops with the water and he just runs off into the woods so that that part was just funny but um yeah just, just seeing all these characters and like their wacky abilities and stuff uh freaking uh what's his name uh dtk the the detachable kid or whatever and just like this dude like his arms like detach like an action figure and just float across the air and like trying to attack somebody and then his arms just like getting mauled and (laughs) destroyed and stuff that it was just freaking great uh and uh and hey i i I have a newfound uh respect for polka dot man because at first i'm like what okay what the hell is his ability like okay throwing polka dots at somebody but then when it's like he throws him at, he throws it was like somewhere where he like threw him at a monster where like they like the polka dots just like disintegrated <laughs> through the person's body where it was like oh okay all right that's wild though you know like the crazy stuff with like he he imagines his enemies as his mother <laughs> in order to kind of get Encouragements like wanted to, to take down somebody and kill them and stuff for that that was that was wild um but i think i think a couple of my favorite character i think like like that whole main little crew like towards the end there was like a... what was his name uh blood sport which is uh idris Elba's character uh i can't remember his name uh john cena's character obviously harley quinn uh king shark and then the the the, the Ratcatcher too. That whole little group, I, that was freaking awesome. Um, I I love the back and forth between Idris and John Cena and stuff like them, just like trying to one up each other with their different, uh, you know, gun shooting abilities and stuff. Whatever. Um, it, it was just all just, just really cool. Like I said, it wasn't you know, not not the best movie in the world, but honestly, I felt like I had a, a, just a fun, awesome time the whole time around. Um, like I said, just saying, just this, just this wild cast of characters, just like doing crazy stuff. Uh, <laughs> King shark, almost trying to eat teammates and then him finding the little weird jellyfish looking things in the aquarium to them almost eating him. And, uh, yeah, overall, yeah, suicide squad, like I said, it was a fun, awesome time, um, uh, and yeah like i said if if, if you listen through all this or whatever and you hadn't seen it go watch it like i said if you have a couple hours to burn one day evening whatever just go check it out like i said it's just streaming on uh, on hbo max and yeah like i said it, it was a a, a a overall just solid fun time um even man the freaking like the the main villain creature thing the giant starfish from outer space looking thing or whatever that that Thing was wild. What are just like with like little the little starfish baby, kind of like face huggers to like attach people's faces, and they could like mind control people. It, it, yeah, that whole thing was wild. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, oh, another one of my favorite scenes was freaking uh Harley Quinn when she was being interrogated, and then she ends up uh, while she's chained up, end up uh you know wrapping her legs around the dude, pulling himself up or herself up snapping his neck getting the keys with her toes and like unlocking the thing with her feet and all that stuff and then like her just going on a rampage and makes her way out the building and then we see the squad coming in trying to sneak in to come save her and then she just like walks up on them as they're like you ready to like scale the building and then she's like uh what are you guys doing and they're like oh, "What?" you're already free like we we were here to, to save you she's like oh my god you, you came to save me I was like yeah but I guess we don't have to now like it sucks like we get, we get this whole awesome plan and she's like well I, I can go back inside and wait and so that that whole thing was just just funny and wild and then um and then of course the, the freaking final showdown between freaking uh, uh Idris and John Cena's characters and stuff whatever though after the credits seems like John Cena will return <laughs> at wrestlemania or summertime or whatever but um but anywho that i'm not gonna keep rambling on about that or whatever but um but yeah overall yeah that suicide squad like i said was was a fun time like i said, I, I am not mad that i spent um, uh, you know my my afternoon um watching it so that definitely uh was was worth the time so yeah suicide squad Okay, so kind of next show thing, I think I'm gonna talk about maybe the last one for for this episode as far as shows, is that um I just finished up uh, BoJack Horseman season four and it started a little bit of season five, but we're gonna talk about mainly season four. So yeah, th- I feel like I feel like like the main theme of this season overall was a lot, basically a lot of the characters having to like really look and reflect on themselves and see like okay i guess basically kind of like kind of like facing some harsh truths and realities about themselves and everybody you know from you know like bojack dealing with the stuff with um hollyhock which through this season and once again hey spoilers for up to the end of season four obviously but uh you know him finding out that he might have a potential daughter, which, you know, by the end of the season, we end up finding out that actually she's not his daughter. But the reason why they have the same DNA is because she's his sister. And so like they have the same dad because years ago or at, I guess like around the time when Bojack was a young adult and had already moved out the house, his dad cheated on his mom with their uh assistant or whatever made whatever and got her pregnant and then they ended up making her give up the baby in an in a agreement of like okay hey we'll help you finish nursing school but you got to give up the baby but um they have that stuff to mr peanut butter and diane's relationship like them like the crazy crap that they went through when he was trying to run for governor and then to also to helping out, you know, Woodchuck on his campaign and all that stuff and like them seeing like, you know what, maybe they aren't the best fit for each other and just like them kind of like coming to that realization through a lot of harsh things because especially with with uh with multiple of of Mr. Peanut Butters, like both of his ex wives being involved in the campaigns and stuff in some form or fashion and yeah that 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 just made things very and so yeah yeah their, their relationship you know by the end um or is that beginning of season five i can't remember basically they end up getting a divorce it's basically where where that her relationship and stuff kind of ended up going um tied went through a lot of self-discovery because you know after the whole thing with that old friend that he had that kind of came into the picture and then basically him discovering that you know he's asexual and yeah just just going through that whole journey of discovery and what that means for him and just in general and then of course like him just <laughs> having just having more wacky adventures with him trying to freaking you know continue to try to do this uh this clown dentistry or dentist clowns and all that crap Um, Which is funny and of course that kind of fell apart but that led to you know the the lady that kind of was like helping him basically kind of like clean up that mess or whatever now they're both kind of seeing each other and you know she's also asexual and stuff and so but you know she towards like the end of the season or whatever she you know is kind of basically questioning Todd of like okay or, or are you okay with basically just like More or less doing nothing most of your days. You know, it's okay. She's gone off to work doing this, his friends and other stuff, whatever, doing things. And he's just kind of just, you know what? I think, I think there was a frog downtown that owed me a sandwich. So I'm going to go hang out and do that. And then, you know, just, yeah, just him just like trying to figure out and discover stuff. But also his wacky adventures and stuff, like him kind of falling up or falling into (laughs) um, higher positions of stuff. It kind of reminds me of a, of Buggy from One Piece, how Buggy just continues to fail upwards. I'm like, okay, this dude should not be in these high positions, but he just <laughs> ends up just convincing people to, to continue to let him keep doing stuff. And then, um uh, let me see, another thing was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Princess Carolyn and Stuart, you know, them dealing with the situation with the baby, like going from, Oh, hey, they found out that they're pregnant to, you know, her losing the baby and come to find out that they, that she has had over the course of the relationship has had multiple miscarriages and stuff. And then her kind of coming to grips with that situation and stuff. And like them, you know, they end up breaking up over it because she finds out that, OK, she lost the baby, but she doesn't. She basically she's having a hard time like dealing and processing that situation and then that ends up causing friction between the two because Stewart is, you know, he is wanting to be supportive, assuming he wanted to be supportive, but, you know, so it seems like they're kind of going there, going their separate ways. And so, you know, she eventually, and, and this might be a beginning of season five thing, I can't remember, but basically she ends up basically starting the process, starting the process of doing adoption and stuff. So, uh, so she, she hasn't adopted a baby yet, but she is, in the process of, uh, of of trying to to work towards that goal, while also you know still trying to deal and run with her own company and stuff, which you know she learns has been very difficult because um, she she lost one of her big clients, that uh, Courtney Portnoy, um, because of the whole Todd incident and stuff like them supposed to be like fake married and stuff didn't work out or whatever, um, and so you know and oh and also along with like her friction with. Stewart or whatever, it also led to some friction with um Jonah, her assistant, because you know she ends up finding out that the uh the frog guy I can't remember his name but basically he offered um or he told um uh, Jonah that he wanted that he considered or he wanted to potentially buy Princess Carolyn's company or whatever for X amount of money but Jonah never told her. She found out she felt like you no, know, of course, being in this moment or whatever, she felt like she couldn't trust him and so she ends up firing him and stuff so that I was kind of sucky um cuz Jonah was really good at what he did but you know it it, it is what it is and you know in that situation but um yeah and then um and then of course a big uh plot point they carried throughout this whole season that you know that of course tied in with the journey that Bojack was going through with Hollyhock was dealing or learning more about Bojack's background, his family's background, like getting to see, like basically, when you know, when when Bojack basically had that that moment at the end of season three, where he was about to honestly just commit suicide when he was driving, and he ends up in the front of that that you know herd of a uh, of wild horses just running through the desert, and then basically that ends up just leading him to reflect, and he ends up going back to his family's summer home up in Michigan so you know nobody had been there for for a little like decades but you know Bojack moves in there and he eventually you know works and gets you know works with a a local neighbor and gets the place built back up but through this we learn of his mother's upbringing and stuff of how you know his mother was part of a nice wealthy family but his mom uh Basically, Bojack's grandmother, his mama's mama, ended up going through a traumatic experience with Tug. because I, I don't, I don't know, like like the guy that, the guy that had died. Let me see, do I can't remember, but basically, this horse that that, that the mom was very, uh, oh, I'm oh, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm kind of like reading through like a recap of the episode or whatever. Okay, that was the son crackerjack oh, okay all right that explains why the why the mental trauma was so strong okay so basically bojack's mother's brother ended up because this is because the flashback was during world war Two, and so basically the brother ended up getting killed in war and that just really effed up um the grandma you know bojack's grandmother and to the point to where the freaking the dad Uh, or the grandfather, um, he ended up forcing her to go through a lobotomy. And so, because, because basically, because she kind of went on a a drinking spree and she got drunk when she was out with with, uh, Beatrice, which is uh, Bojack's mother, when she was a kid, ended up going out, getting drunk and stuff, whatever, and then ended up getting Beatrice to drive the car home. But in the process, they end up in a car wreck. And then, yeah, the dad ended up forcing her to get, a, to get a lobotomy. And, of course, that effed up her brain. And she was just never the same after that. And then, um, you know, through that and then, like, towards, like, the end of the season, we get more flashbacks. Because, you know, so and I guess I forgot to freaking mention the plot point of where basically Bojack's mother got kicked out of, like, the retirement home. Because Bojack ended up having to go deal with the mother when he was dealing with the stuff with trying to figure out what was up with hollyhock or whatever and so basically throughout the whole season the mother kept on calling bojack henrietta which we later found out was the name of their maid who is actually hollyhock's mother and so basically that's why like all this stuff like that, that's one thing i love about bojack it's just like the the layers of stuff to where it's like, it's like okay why is this, why does this one thing keep happening like where is this plot thread going or is this just a random thing it's like no this was actually very keen and important because like because like i said between her calling bojack uh henrietta the whole time to where her kept on saying hey where's the baby that went back to the flashback of when she was a kid and she got really sick and then her dad ended up burning all her possessions because, oh, sorry, baby, you got sick. So you're, you're sick, you got on everything, so we got to burn everything, including her favorite little stuffed doll just freaking tossed right in front of the in, in the fireplace right in front of her. And that crap just traumatized her and you see she's a freaking old lady and that stuff is still bugging her to this day. But um, but yeah, yeah. Th- th- this season it it was just so good, and just knowing like, okay, I still have two more seasons of BoJack Horseman to go, is is exciting, but also a bit you know saddening because I know like I said, like I know how you know if if y'all been listening to me talk about these episodes, where just like how sad and depressing some of these episodes and like this this heavy subject matter that they can get into. Like I said, freaking you know parents with dementia, lobotomies, you know, uh, miscarriages, to adoption, to, you know, sexual identity, to, you know, divorce. That's a lot. And a lot of stuff I talked about was just this one season, you know? So, yeah. It, it But yeah, overall, you know, I, I don't need to do like a 100% play by play, but I just wanted just to kind of highlight some of those big plot threads that kind of happened this season because yeah, it, it was, bojack is just so freaking good um and and you know i'm i'm, I'm you know even i'm kind of like man i wish i would watch this sooner but part of me i'm kind of glad that that i am just now watching it because you know with with me having this podcast and stuff it kind of gives me a cool outlet to talk and discuss and get this out into the world because otherwise this would have been in the past i would just watched it maybe mentioned it on facebook or whatever nobody would say nothing boom 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 so but um but but yeah yeah That's bojack horseman um season four so we're just kind of just trucking right along so i'm I'm like so i've already kind of started i'm like two episodes into season five so i'm gonna keep just keep moving and i'll talk about that you know once i catch up but i think that's gonna do it for all the anime and tv talk this week um I'm just trying to think, um, I, I guess I'll give like a, just like a small shout out to, uh, I started watching um, an anime on, I believe it's Crunchyroll called Keep Your Hands Off Izoken." Now, this is one I've heard a lot of good stuff about before, and I believe it came out sometime last year in 2020, but the thing that kind of like, finally kind of pushed me over the edge and finally started was, uh, was the, the homies over at um the comedy House podcast um you know with the uh Ren Crystal and Bilal cuz they are currently doing a watch through of the series to where they're watching two episodes a week and so they their most recent episode they just did like episodes f- 5 and 6 and so i i felt bad cuz i'm like man i have to skip over these episodes these you know, sections of the episode and so i was like you know what I think two episodes is doable for me to squeeze into my 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 weekly rotation or whatever, um, you know, as I kinda just go along. So kind of give me a chance to kinda like be interactive with the show and with them, but also get me exposed to to another cool new anime. So I guess just just like a general like brief synop uh synopsis of yeah, the the kinda like just the general uh synopsis of it or whatever is uh the first year, the first year high schooler, Midori Asaka, Asakusa, sorry, <laughs> loves anime so much she insists on concept as everything in animation. While she spends her time doodling endless ideas and settings in her sketch book, she hasn't taken the first step to creating anime, insisting that she can't do it alone. After Asuka's money-loving friend, uh, Sayaka Kanamori, notices her genius and drive, and when it becomes clear that their classmate and charismatic fashion model, um, and charismatic fashion model uh, Subame Mizu- Mizusaki, wants to be an animator, the energetic trio start an animation club. Together, the three aim, aim to realize the ultimate world that exist in their minds and come to see the power that fiction and imagination have on their lives and the world around them. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's the general premise of it. Um, let me say, I think right now it's just one season with 12 episodes so far. So, and apparently you know, I looked it up and also the, uh, the manga is still ongoing as well. So, um, so yeah, so, Um, like I said, I'm I'm watching, I probably won't talk about that too much on here. Maybe once I'm fully done with the full anime, but like I said, I'm kind of just doing that um, on my own, like I said, just to kind of, you know, um, show some love and to do something interactive with, um, the Kami House crew. Um, so yeah, so, um, but yeah, so I think that's going to do it for what I'm watching for this week. So I guess we'll go ahead and just roll into some manga talk this week. So I think this week... I think I'm gonna start off with uh, Let me see I, I guess in general I kind of just say Lots of uh, Lots of solid chapters this week You know of course I didn't read everything You know read Dr. Stone That was solid And some other stuff But, um, but as far as getting into specifics Let's start with uh, One Piece Manga chapter 1021 Titled Deep. Let me see. Domenio, I guess is maybe how you pronounce that. And so the cover page for this is Reader Request, Senior Pink and Frankie Having Drinks at a Leper's Bar by Rye. And so, uh, so yeah, so pretty much the, the chapter pretty much continued um, with uh, with what I think a lot of us were hoping with Robin versus Black Maria. So this fight was freaking awesome because as anybody that's a One Piece fan knows. It has been a hell of a long time since you know since we've gotten to see Robin have some really good action and just fights on her own, and so pretty much just seeing a giant Robin facing off against freaking giant uh, Lady Black Maria was it, it was a super cool, super fun fight. Um, just seeing Robin just use all these crazy cool techniques, and then even like a little bit later in the fight when. You know, basically, you know, she's getting, you know, Robin's taking some hits because freaking Black Maria brings out the freaking brass knuckles again. <laughs> uh, and 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 real quick, I, I, I appreciate uh, the the author or not the author, the translator for one piece of uh, Stephen Paul. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, I think it's the translator Soros on Twitter. Um, he's also on the, the official One Piece podcast most weeks. But um, but just, just like the kind of like pun with Black Maria's attack names because all the names kind of have or all the attacks kind of have her name in the attacks. So like, you know, Maria Nett. So Marionette and then uh, Marie Apprehend. <laughs> and then. uh, So, yes, yeah, so, um, Marie Cade is like a spider cage or whatever. But anyway. Uh, that that was just like just really cool just saying all that stuff and then you know of course black maria getting too cocky we get this really cool little flashback of when during the time skip when robin was with the uh with the revolutionary army and we see that it looks like she got in, well, or not that it looks like but that she did get some training from koala we taught her some fishman karate techniques and then sabo mentions teaching her some uh some dragon claw dragon claw fist stuff but we don't see of in this chapter but i wonder if did he actually teach her some techniques because that'd be really cool to see like some freaking dry, giant dragon claw uh techniques just like just wreaking havoc on stuff so but, um but yeah like seeing that flashback and then kind of seeing her robin pull out some freaking awesome looking fishman karate techniques on black maria and then she does this freaking crazy technique called dominio fleur to her basically she turns it like a giant all black demon looking thing and she basically takes black maria and just basically she pulls a a bane what bane did to batman where he just like broke her broke his back over his leg that's pretty much what robin did with black maria she just like Just grabbed her giant body and just like, just bent her, just snapped her backwards. So, uh, so yeah, so that that was like super cool, super dope to see. You know, seeing just Robin look like super demonic and stuff, whatever. And so, but um, but of course, after where she, you know, turns back to normal, so she can't, you know, use the technique seemingly for too too long. But after she took out Black Maria, of course, uh, you know, Brooke comes in, cleans up the, the uh the fodder, I guess I'll call them, and stuff, so... But, yeah. And then, pretty much, we, we, we kind of, like, we, we wrapped up the chapter with a, uh, you know, with a freaking caribou <laughs> um, pulling out a month's worth of meat from within his body, because that's what he has stored up or whatever, and given to Luffy to kind of help recharge him, but the cool thing is, uh and, and I know this is something like people had kind of theorized and talked about for a while, but freaking... Uh, Momonosuke asks Shinobu to use her ripe, ripe ability to basically to age him up, so that he can basically, you know, basically like you know, like be able to like fully or to better utilize his dragon abilities and stuff, whatever. So, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see like how that is gonna work and stuff because she, she says like, hey, okay, this so hey, once I do this, there's no going back, and she also mentions it like, hey you'll have it you'll have a adult body but your brain is still going to be that of a child so it doesn't be kind of, kind of kind of weird and interesting to see like how how that might go um but um but yeah I'm I i, I I'm excited to see I'm excited to see like what an adult Mominesuke looks like 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 how much of Odin will he resemble or will he just kind of like still look the same but just you know same hair, <laughs> crazy haircut kind of stuff but just you know, older, and I was like, "How much older is she gonna do?" I, I would guess that she's gonna do twenty years to to equal out the the twenty years that they came into the future, so that he'll be quote unquote his proper age of being twenty eight, so that uh, so that now he'll be actually older than his sister again. But um, but yeah, I, I'm just curious to see this to see this go. You know, I I hope, I doubt it, but I hope we see in the next chapter like said, so i am highly doubtful we will because we know how oda loves to tease us <laughs> and we'll probably go somewhere else and then you know several chapters later we'll come back and it's like oh this is you know who are you and it's like oh it is i Momonosuke, <laughs> you know so but um but who yeah freaking one piece was really good really solid really fun um uh, again this week so next up Going to roll right along. I want to talk about freaking um Jujutsu Kaisen manga chapter 154 titled Sneaking In. And so basically th- this chapter was, it-, it was just a freaking other fun continuation from where we were last week with, you know, with uh Megumi and Itadori, them trying to infiltrate the fight club to get to these, you know, the third year Hakari. Uh, Hikari. And so, basically, like, the chapter pretty much started off with, you know, Panda and Megumi just talking, just, like, strategizing, like just just recapping stuff, whatever, and Megumi trying to be like, hey, you know, why haven't you gotten to Hikari yet? And so, Panda basically explains to him, like, hey, you know, the the other person's ability, uh, shoot, what was that person's name? Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, Carrara, which we found out is actually a dude, not a chick. So, um, but found out that this person's ability, basically kind of, kind of, kind of like how, how Gojo's infinity works to where like, Hey, you can't touch him unless he, unless he wants you to. Same thing to where Panda talked about, Hey, like, like, um, no, no matter, you know, whether he walked or ran towards the door for the roof, where there's, where they're at, he never closed the distance so it's like basically it's like he was just like just running and never making any progress and so so yeah so basically you know moving on from there we kind of just you know seeing or, or them just kind of just discussing like okay like 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 how is this, how is this going to work when and if itadori makes his way to hikari and stuff whatever so but um but you know they they talked about how you know how you know how, uh, Itadori is kind of a uh, charismatic a bit or whatever, and but that but that also he can't lie, <laughs> so but you know maybe maybe his 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 simpleness would would work best for this plan, but um, but yeah, we got some freaking really cool panels of freaking Megumi doing some freaking shadow technique. Stealth stuff to where he is hiding in freaking people's shadows and like popping out, choking them out, and stuff, whatever, and then diving back into other people's shadows. That these techniques, this stuff is gonna look so freaking cool when we see this in season 300 <laughs> a few years from now. But, uh, but real talk, but yeah, yeah, the, the panels and stuff, just like, yeah, him just like popping out of people's shadows, choking them out, diving back into the shadows, and stuff that it just looks so cool. And then freaking a panda just showing up in the hallway looking like an innocent panda bear playing with a tire. And just boom, boom, combo move. Take out a couple dudes. And then they make their way up to the roof. But they don't know that freaking Carrara is on their way up there too. And so then we have a situation to where they're trying to run. um, Or they they were trying to, to, to fight Carrara. And so... Uh, he have to remember he is basically rejecting everybody, anything that comes to him. So Magumi tries to shine like his little uh his a uh, divine dog towards him, but it just kind of basically gets like repelled back to him. And so and so basically, Carrara starts running towards the door. And so what Panda does, Panda or actually no, Panda is chasing after Carrara. But can't get any closer because of the ability. But Magumi jumps, or the, sends his divine dog in front of Carrara to cut it off. And so, what ended up happening is that Carrara is kind of, in some ways, kind of trapped because he can't progress forward. But but they can't get closer to closer to him either. So it's kind of like a stalemate in some sense. But it seems like the way to activate it is that I guess Carrara tags the person or whatever because. There's like a little star, a black star on freaking Panda's butt. <laughs> and I guess that's how the technique works. I don't know. But, uh, but, but yeah, it looks like they're kind of like at a standstill because, uh, cause yeah, cause then pretty much the chapter just ends with us seeing, uh, Hakari talking to Yuji talking about, Hey, would you believe me? If I, if I said you could work for one hour a day and make 1 million yen a month. And Adaora's just like, huh? <laughs> and that's how the chapter ends. But um, but yeah, overall, yeah, freaking, like I said, just just an awesome chapter. I love seeing freaking Panda and Magumi teaming up, doing cool stuff. Like I said, especially Magumi doing these cool shadow, stealth techniques and stuff. So it, it's gonna look so good in the anime. But yeah, once again, very glad that, uh, Gage is back, and we're seeing, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen just back and showing jump every week. So. Let's see other big one. I guess, I guess I want to, I, I want to give a quick shout out and some love once again to, uh, to Nehru way of the way of the martial artist. Um, just for, and, and I heard, uh, what's the name of uh, Bilal for from Kami house talking about this. Um, he talked about the chapter the other day about just how awesome they're doing it. Just like illustrating the different techniques and stuff that Nehru and the other characters, you know, Samurai, Ninja, whatever, are doing. But, um, but yeah, overall, I, I, I just, th- this is just, just another really solid chapter. I just love, you know, just seeing, you know, Ninja people doing cool Ninja and Karate and martial arts techniques. Um, so yeah, so it, it, it was just really cool just, just seeing Nehru, just, you know, him and this other kid trying to fight this, like, high class, uh ninja kid they're like darting around sneaking up behind them and all this stuff whatever and that even like the caltrops and stuff was no issue for Naruto, to where he he is so trained to where he can basically control his body weight so that he isn't fully putting down pressure on the caltrops and just other dangerous stuff he might walk on because once again he walks barefoot everywhere and so yeah just just seeing the way he is just doing these different techniques and stuff and just how how, how well he is trained and how everybody's like okay this new kid he is not somebody to be uh to underestimate and stuff so but um but yeah I, i'm just like very curious to see just just more of the series in general so like i said, didn't want to say too much about that or whatever but definitely just had to now another another new one that i've continued to talk about all right the other chapter that i did i just each week it just continues to just pull me in more and more and i'm just like enjoying it as it's going is uh the hunter's guild red hood uh manga chapter six um titled the beginning of part two the outside world and so so pretty much you know the chapter started off with uh uh velu Basically, just having a flashback to where when basically when he kind of first took over duties from the mayor of chopping up everybody in town's firewood and stuff, and so he wakes up or whatever, and we see the third, and they, not, this is just something that I'm just like just really loving about this series is just the fantastical side of things. You know, it's like it's like with uh you know with from the beginning i know where we're freaking getting werewolves and witches and other stuff whatever and seeing that that is just continuing to expand into the greater wider world in general to where we see that the the carriage that they're in is like a giant like hermit crab (laughs) looking thing so like that part of the creativity to where seeing to where in the background as they're running along we see basically like a giant tree or a giant that looks like a tree. Let me see. How how do they explain it? Um, let's see, a walking tree, and then uh, Graham calls it um, a lumbering giant. And so yeah, it, it's, it's just really cool. Like I said, just seeing these giant creatures and uh, things. I'm just like, okay. Yes, this is a really cool fantasy setting and so and once again just just something different for shonen jump that's not just hey the real world or or older time period and whatever it's like no this is a fantastical world and so I, i'm just i'm just really loving seeing the just the creativity of the art of the author of the series which once again if i remember correctly he the author was a assistant of Horikoshi for my hero academia before you know getting to do the series on their own but um but yeah, but basically Velu and Grimm are on a journey to the Hunter's Guild because, you know, his town got destroyed. And so, you know, he asked to uh, to be taken to the Hunter's Guild. And so they're on their way to a, let me see, a place outside of the Hunter's Guild called, uh, the headquarters called uh, Border Port. And so, and so basically, you know, th- throughout this chapter, we also kind of get like a little bit more explanation to like, how grim's abilities work and we find out that grim had got cursed by a witch which we don't know which which specifically but the way that grim and cinderella had kind of interacted the last couple of chapters wouldn't be surprised if cinderella or somebody close to cinderella was the one that put the curse on grim and you know led to this but basically uh basically grim got the ability or the curse turned her into a child and so basically one time a day Graham can basically activate this thing to uh to where she can turn into a human for a bit and fight but after a while I think let me see let me look at the actual details of it again okay I found these specifics so uh so yeah so yeah a witch's hex turned my body into that of a child on the hunt I can use this layer clock to transform into an adult, but it only works, uh, but it only works for about three hours and only once per day. After that, I'm useless for a time. Basically, it leaves me really, really tired. And so, uh, so yeah, so that, that's kind of like, like the explanation to like why Graham transforms from, from kid to adult and vice versa. Um, but yeah, and th- and then we, you know, on this adventure, <laughs> we get introduced to a couple of other, um hunters i believe it's it's a brother and sister duo let me see what was their names let's see let's see let's see hold on real quick oh yeah okay so yeah so uh so hermit crab drivers um tilty the older brother and (laughs) melty the younger sister i i I love and appreciate the way those names are spelled t-y-l-t-y and m-y-l-t-y but um but basically yeah they're both help driving the little carriage that they're riding in and so along their journey they come across this freaking what's called a armored crab <laughs> so it's basically like this like a giant looking crab that basically has like a freaking battle tank on its back once again love these freaking character designs and stuff and so the the tank on the crabs back whatever fires at them and destroys their little hermit crab uh carriage thing and so they see that, that, that the that the giant <laughs> armored crab, um, which is normally a docile creature, um, is being controlled or piloted by another crab called a plier crab. And they the description is it's clever and has prehensible claws. Its favorite food is humans too. So uh and so this is where we get, you know, Grim giving them both, you know, permission to use force, you know. And so of course Vale's confused. He's like he's like, you know, why are we depending on the freaking cab drivers and stuff? And so yeah. And so Grim just tells him, like, hey, just sit back and watch. You know, these two are very skilled. And so, yeah, we see them just doing some just, you know, uh uh shoot, forgot her name is too. Still got one of these names a Milti. T-O-T, Milty. T-T-T-Milty. Okay. Milti does this cool sniper shot through the like the kind like small window of the little crab thing whatever and just like some ricochet bullets and causes the crab to get out and then tilty attacks the the plier crab with this pretty cool like like twisted looking sword and so yeah so they so they take out the little plier crab and the little armor tank you know just kind of goes about its business and so and so yeah so so then, you know, Velu obviously being impressed is like, wow, you know, so that's what guild hunters can do. I want to be as good as you two. And then, and then uh, Tilty is like, oh, we're not hunters. You know, he says, we flunked out. We couldn't pass the camp. And then this is kind of what we learned. Basically, kind of starting to learn like more of the structure of how the hunters guild and stuff operates and how you get into it. And so Milti explains that the training camp, it's three months of hell that you'll go through yourself soon, uh, soon enough. And it says that, uh, that we do our jobs for the guild. Now that's all. And she continues saying, you know, uh, about 200 hopefuls apply for each camp, but generally only three or so pass. So that's like a tiny fraction, like, like a handful, like barely a handful out of 200 something people pass the test. And so it says only only those who can survive the harshest training on, earn the right to join the guild. And so I think this is pretty cool because j- just because of the fact that like, okay, you have these two people that are pretty trained, pretty skilled and trained, but even they're nowhere near good enough to actually become an become an official uh, guild member and official hunter like what Grim is. And so it just makes me excited for like the potential of like, okay, if this is what just like basically people that flunked our damn pass can do, I can't wait till we start seeing like freaking other hunters. Cause we, we know we already know how this is gonna go. We're gonna be encountering all different types of cool, awesome, different hunters and stuff from from the guild. And so uh so yeah, so Velu is just like, Man, I have to pass a camp that these two failed And so, you know, finally after some time I don't know how long they were on the journey, but we finally get to the Guild's mobile research facility where which is both the camp and fortress, which is called Iron Works. And it's basically just like this like kind of like 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 just like just like this giant square metal box with like <laughs> like a shark teeth and a little googly eyes painted on the side of it. And I can't tell is this on land or on water. Um I don't know. It's hard to tell. Oh duh it's on land because okay, because I see like underneath the giant building it's the little uh, vehicle, whatever, that is carrying it because they said it's a mobile facility. But, um, and then we just get the uh, the uh, tease of some uh, glistening pecs <laughs> uh, of somebody that looks freaking super jacked and I, it looks like the body of a woman, can't really tell. Um, but, um, but yeah, and we just hear a voice say, okay how many will survive this round and that was the end of the chapter and so yeah like i said just really enjoying it really loving it which obviously because i continue to to stick with this and read it week to week not saying that like you know there's there some other seasons that i kind of like will wait and let build up each week but a lot of those don't really have like full like strong stories like you know like i love sakamoto days i love mashall and stuff like that but you know, a lot of those, you know, I kind of like let like to binge read and I'll like let uh, a handful of chapters, you know, build up for a few weeks or whatever before reading. But so far I'm really continuing to, to love reading uh the Hunters Guild Red Hood. You know, like I said, I thought, like I said, I think it's just because of the mix of just like the the fantastical world and 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 all that fun stuff, you know? So but yeah, so uh Hunters Guild Red Hood, chapter six. Freaking awesome, and looking forward to to the next one to just you know just just to continue to meet new characters and stuff. So and, and just to see seeing like like the hermit crab thing and the armored tank crab thing and the giant tree and the tree giant thing whatever. Like seeing those few things as like okay, we're finally out in the in the wider world. Here's some of the first things we're seeing. I can't wait to see as the series goes on in like months or a year or so from now, like what all types of crazy, unique ideas the author might have for this series. So, but, um, but yeah, so that's it for that series. So I think, you know, let me see. Eh, there's nothing else too much. I read. Uh, oh, I, I guess, you know what? I'm going to give just like a quick shout out to, uh, to spy family manga chapter 51. Um, Just want to give just a freaking shout out to your for for what she's about to go up against, like all these freaking um, assassins and stuff um, that, you know, basically found her location and stuff on the boat. But just like the way she was like, she predicted the freaking uh, bullets or that somebody was going to try to snipe them during the uh, during the fireworks display and stuff. So just saying her just twirl around and dodge that. And then speaking of fireworks, just like the wholesomeness of freaking. Anya getting up on her quote unquote on her dad's shoulders and stuff and join the fireworks show. Um, and yeah, like so I, I just, just wanted just to give just a super quick shout out to freaking Spy Family because yeah, I, I can already imagine your is about to go in uh, next week against all these people because it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's like 12 people <laughs> that that is that she is standing in front of you know mix of men, women, old young and and everything in between, but um yeah, freaking spy family, another awesome chapter, um, like I said, just just had to shout it out, show us some love um but the main attraction for this week and and how could it not be is bleach, so kind of main attraction main topic, main talking point. Uh, this week would just be bleach, and not not just this one shot, but just just kind of just like my general thoughts of the series as a whole. So, so yeah, so <laughs> man, bleach. I go way back with bleach to freaking high school days. Um, when when I when I was a, when I was a wee lad, a wee teen, um, enjoying bleach in the uh, in the early two thousands. That um, This was definitely one of the first like really big series that I like I really got into and followed and followed all the way through to the end to, to the end of the manga. But I kind of chuckled just because like this was like one of like the, the early series that like really got me into watching people on YouTube, primarily King of Lightning. And just I, I, I hope I hope he did a video. I, I, ain't no hope. I know he has to have done a video or is about to do a video about this chapter, but just his legendary intros anytime he was doing live reactions to the chapters or anything bleach related to what he would do, like Taita Kubo's finest work. And so, yeah, we, we back in that bleach thing, man. It has been five years since the manga ended. It ended in fall 2016 with, I believe it was 668. No, 686 um, manga chapters. Um, and yeah, and so we get the special one shot chapter today to partly partly in celebration of the 20th and 20th anniversary of Bleach, which is also just kind of wild to think about, like, man, 20 years of Bleach uh, or, or Bleach started 20 years ago. And so, yeah, it, it, it it's just kind of just like kind of crazy, just like just like trying to think back on this series and and everything and 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 and, and I'll get, I'll get to the chapter in a second but and and obviously the chapter takes place after all of that so you know this is after the end of like the last chapter time skip where you know Ichigo in order he may have a son and then Ranji and Rukia have a daughter and stuff so and we have you know, all the the new captains or the or the returning captain, like people that were captains before, before they got turned into um visors and all that stuff. So but anywho, just seeing seeing the current look of these of Soul society and the uh and all the captains and stuff, but Bleach for me, which I I, I am just, you know, I'm excited to have this back. And it looks like it is setting up for some type of continuation with the series because they so the way that the way this one shot is structured, it's structured it in a way of how Kubo did Burn the Witch a couple years ago. To where we got the, the one shot chapter, and then I think it was like a year later, if I remember correctly, we got the uh, we ended up getting the full series. Let me see, I'm trying to look at it. let's see, Burn the Witch, where are you at? Burn the Witch, uh, let's see. Well, hmm. Well, I don't know. The, the dates on this isn't adding up. Okay, wow. Okay, it was two years. Man, that man didn't feel like it. So, yeah, so, so we got this that sixty that sixty two page one shot for *Burn the Witch* was July fourteenth, twenty eighteen, and then we got the uh, the four chapters. Let me see. do do do. Yeah, yeah. August 24th through September 14th, 2020, we got the uh, the four chapters of, of Burn the Witch, but basically, anywho, um, and also, if you haven't read Burn, Burn the Witch and you're a big fan of Bleach, read it. It is freaking awesome. Um, it takes place in the same world or the same universe as Bleach, but it's just like in Burn the Witch, they're in London, so they're in the western branch of, uh, of Soul Society, but, um, but anywho, uh, so yeah, so, so, so like I said, it's kind of similarly structured to where we get this like really big one shot chapter for bleach. And this one was what 73 pages, um, with, with a very awesome, just double page color spread with just like Ichigo and all the captains and, and, and vice captains and stuff on the cover. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, my, my history just with bleach, like I said, it's just, watching it on what tsunami slash adult swim, um, over the years and then you know even through a lot of the filler <laughs> and stuff uh, which which one of the filler arcs that I actually love the most I believe it was season 11 it was the one to where basically we kind of get like the backstory and the explanation of the visors and how that situation happened as well as like as well as like how uh, Kiske otahara how he ended up being banished to the world of the living and all that stuff because just, just just like just that story in general i really loved but i also love sorry for, for my mic peeking, but um but i also loved that ending song it, it, it was it was just so good hold on a second Play, and play a little bit just to, just to jog some of y'all memory. Hopefully it's not too, too loud. Yeah, yeah that one. I, I love that. It. It's called uh, Sky Chord. um Bleach ending 18 Sky Chord. Um, I, I loved it just because, for one, like I said, just, just the music and the vocals and stuff and the lyrics, but it kind of showed, like, everybody, basically, like, like, all 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 of, like, the captains and stuff, whatever, from back in that time when they were all younger and stuff, so, you know, we see, you know, uh, just, just everybody, um, just everybody, it, it, it's, it's just one of my personal favorites and just the the music in general with bleach has always been like a a highlight of the series um and kind of kind of makes me excited for for whenever you know we're still supposed to be getting the the at least the current final arc of the series the thousand year blood war animated at some point in the next year or so and so i cannot wait to see like what songs and music and stuff that they come up with it that, and that they bust out because, man, because Bleach, the, uh, I, I just have so many different, like, theme songs and stuff just playing through my brain right now. It is just, like, taking me back to, you know, to my teenage years, early 20s, all that stuff, man, so, um, but yeah, Ble- Bleach, you know, while, while you know, it might not be on, like, hey, my top five series or whatever of all, of all time, I definitely cannot deny how important it was in my journey of becoming an anime slash manga fan, you know, um, yeah, cause, cause along with Naruto, it was like one of the first series that, or at least like like one of the first long running series, uh, manga-wise that I had got to read the end when it ended and stuff, so um, which you know, we, we all know how that went. So I'm not gonna go through it too. But it, it's just still like like thinking back on that situation of like of like, okay, cool, we in the middle of some crazy fights and stuff is going on, and then the rumors and the, the confirmation of basically like the countdown. Of like, hey, we got like five chapters left. and It's like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> Clearly, that's a joke. How how is we just started this big thing? How are we gonna wrap up everything? You know, in the next five chapters, we still don't know what happened to Nell and all this stuff, whatever, and it's like, ugh. So, but, um, but anywho, um, yeah, overall, yeah, I, I, I definitely have a strong love for Bleach as a whole. Of course, you know, it is definitely not perfect by any means and stuff, but it definitely has just, like I said, just from the music to just iconic moments to just hearing just Bon Kai. Hearing that in the anime just gets you if, if you don't get hype when you hear somebody say Bon Kai, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> you know, but uh, but that just like wondering like, okay like, what's different what's the different abilities and transformations for all these characters and that's that Thousand that Year Blood War arc, for all the craziness and false it had, it it went in with as far as like getting to see Pretty much everybody that we wanted to see's Bon Kai because you know we saw pretty much like all everybody. I think by the end of the, by the end of the the manga, we had to see pretty much everybody's Bon Kai um, and stuff. So, but yeah, I I cannot wait for the anime to return just for the simple fact of just hearing somebody say Bon Kai again for the first time in freaking what ten years? Hold on, when, when? Let me refresh my memory, uh, the anime, um, Bleach anime, when did, cause that's, man, that's been so freaking long ago, on, let me double check this, yeah, it's been freaking nine years, so by, 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 by the time we might get the anime return, it's gonna be freaking a decade since, since the, uh, the last, uh, anime episode aired, and so, i just cannot wait to just see all those crazy moments animated and in action and can't wait to say like i said here's my say bankai again for the first time to hear how dope hopefully dope the intro opening and ending songs and stuff sound um but yeah yeah i I, like i said clearly you can hear (laughs) i i'm just oozing with love for bleach but um, but yeah, just, just kind of just touching on a little bit. I'm not gonna go with just too too much because hey, if you're interested, you probably read it yourself. But just kind of just getting to see, you know, like 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 where a lot of these characters and stuff are at this point in time. You know, from you know from Ichigo's kid to and and, and uh, I really love that Kone is still around, and instead of having to deal with Ichigo and his craziness, now dealing with. Uh, <laughs> With, uh, with ichigo's uh, son and and his crazy adventures and stuff and I love this kind of like what is whatever this like fish thing um that that ichigo's son jumps out the window and starting like just it's just riding on um don't know what it is I don't know if, if that's his ability or what but it, it it just looks super cool but uh and then just just seeing all these characters back again was just so fun. And while yes, you could probably say like, okay, Kubo just pulling whatever out of his butt just as an excuse to just start stuff back up again. I don't care. Because <laughs> like I said, it's just cool just seeing these characters again for regardless of whatever the reason or circumstance or whatever you know, excuse you know Kubo wants to pull out to, to justify a new big bad or a new threat. But yeah it, it just can't just cool just seeing uh just seeing all these characters again as well as like i said just a mix of some of like the uh the new characters and stuff as well uh because who let me see uh where is because there's it like it's like a black female vice captain let me see do 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 yeah the 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 eighth squad's uh vice captain yu yu Yayahara. That's a wild name. But yeah, just you know, kind of <laughs> kind of like a like a super bubbly uh black chick. So it's cool, like so said, just seeing more characters. Um Hold on so and of course, you know, like the just like the whole premise of this whole of the chapter or I guess before I get to that, another thing that I loved about this was just seeing the advancement of technology and stuff in the so in social society because you know them working with Uraraka to integrate more tech gadgets and stuff. So like them having basically, basically like cell phones and stuff, and having like holograms. Uh What's his name? A Kurisuchi. But yeah, but yeah, just, just seeing, saying like Mayuri, just <laughs> just because of you know he he does he does not like being or feel like he's being overshadowed by uh, Urdahara and his inventions and stuff. Like him putting up these like hologram things in everybody's offices or whatever to to project himself for announcements and stuff uh what was just really cool like i said just saying like okay yes time has passed and like i said just saying that okay yes the characters are trying to adapt and learn and you know not not just be stuck in how things have always been but um but uh but yeah and then of course the reunion, everybody coming back to the to the World of the Living because they were getting to do a ceremony for uh for a uh, shoot. Do 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 the former 12th captain. Shoot, let me see. Hold on, I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I blanked on his name. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but basically the ceremony is for, uh, it's called the, uh, the con, the conso reisai. reisai, Um, it's a ceremony we captains do, or it's a ceremony we do for captains we lost in battle. Um, 12 years after their, f- uh, funeral rites, um, you know, it's my first time doing it. Da, 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 da. So, so basically yeah, it's a ceremony that they do for the captains to basically try to help them pass on to to the other side and so they're U- ukatake man it's been so many so many freaking years since I've had a seen or say some of these names but um, but yeah captain uh, Ukitake ukatake they're doing a funeral service thing for him and his soul and so basically this entails them them capturing a hollow alive and then killing it at the person's gravestone and so so yeah so basically yeah we just get the cool moment just like all, all the cat all the vice captains Uh, meet up with Ishigo and the word of the living to try to do this and so while everybody's just hanging out and stuff whatever um Renji's daughter notices this giant skeletal being just like behind everybody and she's like uh why hasn't anybody else noticed it and so she calls out to her dad she's like dad and he gets smacked away and so basically, we start to see like seeing people getting impaled and stuff, whatever. And so yeah, all hell basically breaks loose as we get these freaking giants. I don't know what they like. These things look freaking insane, but uh, but basically these giant creatures like like newer looking hollows. Actually, they said what they were called. Do 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 do. Um, what's his name? Oh, shoot basically and real quick i also want to shout out man the freaking i don't know i can't remember what squad he's the vice captain of but the dude that freaking when he swings his sword he turned it into a bunch of hawks that just went out and just like disintegrated the hollow that that shit looked dope <laughs> that looked really dope and so that's something else i can't wait to see you know animated and stuff but uh um, oh, and the freaking the, the 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 black vice captain chick, whatever, she does a thing. Kind of reminds me of a, uh, um, in ah, shoot in Chainsaw Man, the one dude who does like the hand symbols to summon like demon creatures. She does that to where she does her hands in, like the shape of like of like of like uh, bear teeth or whatever, and it's like this like giant bear thing comes up behind and like like crunches down on the hollow it yeah these, these people has like some really cool really dope um abilities and stuff whatever seeing some some hotto techniques and stuff and then uh and then basically then we get freaking uh basically like this freaking like hell portal open up and shoot this character i think this, this was that uh Hold on one second, let me check something. Yeah, basically the uh the, the, the number eight Espada uh just popped back up. And so this is basically where we learn that like I, I don't even wanna go through all the <laughs> details and stuff, but basically we just learn that like, hey, when you have a certain amount of spiritual pressure you you know, like, like like the normal like uh, techniques and stuff that they try to do to, to deal with that once you die doesn't work when you're a, above a certain level, which a lot of the captains fall into. And so basically we find out that a lot of these people are actually being sent to hell. And so, yeah, are being cast into hell. And so that's basically where things are kind of starting to pick up with. Is that it seems like, okay, we're going to be, I don't know if we're going to be going to hell or just dealing with people trying to escape from hell. I don't know. But overall, overall, this is just a really cool, really dope chapter. And it was just really cool just being back in this world. And I hope, like I said, it might be another year or so before we actually get more like regular Bleach chapter Because like I said, because Kubo also is supposed to be doing more Burn the Witch but you know, you know it's already been a year since since those chapters and stuff, um, and, and we got that animated and stuff. But anywho, um, just just main point is that it, it is good to be good to be back in the world of Bleach and just all these mysteries and stuff. And so, yeah, I am just very curious to see what is gonna what what is gonna be born from this one shot chapter because clearly the the way the chapter was, like I said, it, it clearly wasn't like a, like a single like, okay, hey, this was like a single wrapped up story thing, which I guess it kind of in some ways was, but it also just like leaves the door open for like, hey, if the reception is there and people want it bad enough, we'll bring Bleach back. So yeah, so we'll we'll see that like I said, I, I wouldn't mind it coming back. You know, like I said says somebody that grew up with it and is a big fan of the series. And, you know, just to see uh, Ichigo and Renji's and Rookie of them's kids just get some shine, get to do some cool stuff. So, but um, but yeah, overall, yeah, just, I love Bleach. <laughs> it's, it's just as simple as that. I know I kind of rambled through talking about the chapter or whatever, but like I said, more than likely, you've probably already read it yourself, so I don't need to go over all the details. And plus, that's just not my thing, but like I said, just wanted just to just talk and share my love for this series as a whole and um yeah and also with with this chapter there was an announcement that i think sometime in december there's gonna be like some type of like bleach uh exhibition or something and i think that there's supposed to be some announcements and stuff happening during that time frame end of this year beginning of next year so so any potential bleach news we probably won't hear or might not hear until that point in time but yeah Freaking bleach, um, very cool to, to to read that again. It's trying to jump along with freaking One Piece and My Hero and everything else, you know, with some old stuff, long running stuff, and some some new kids on the block. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, th- I think that's gonna wrap it up for what I have to say manga wise. So let's see. Do 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 do. Yeah, that's going to do it for, for what I need to talk about for the manga and stuff. So, uh, so like like I said, just a reminder that Shona Jump is going to be on break next week. So, like I said, I'll figure I'll I'll, I'll always figure out something to do and something to talk about. Um, like I said, maybe I'll just do a lot of uh, TV shows or anime or whatever for next week. Um, which, actually, I need, I, need, I need to go ahead and knock out the freaking last two episodes of season two for our DuckTales. And get that out the way. So, um, oh, oh, and speaking of DuckTales and just stuff on Disney+, Plus, I also started watching that, uh, what's it called? Like Owl House, or what is that called? Let me see. Owl. Yeah. The Owl House. do 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, the Owl House. But, yeah, so, yeah, there's always something to watch, always something to talk about, so... But we'll, we'll cross that bridge next week, bomb. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and just get right into the freaking outro. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for another episode of Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. And so funny thing, <laughs> because of my outro music, I actually remember there was like a key thing of news. We freaking got an actual trailer for JoJo Part 6 finally. So we finally got to see Jojolene in action, and as expected, it looks freaking awesome. I cannot wait. Um, So it looks like it's supposed to be premiering... Um, in December on Netflix so not exactly what that's going to look like if it's just going to be like, hey they're dropping the whole series or they're just dating on the first couple of episodes or what but thank you After Music for reminding me of that very big news so but yeah if you haven't seen the trailer for JoJo Part 6 check it out and if you haven't watched JoJo period go watch it yes the art style and stuff is very different but it is very good very wild and fun adventure so as always <laughs> thank you for listening thank you for tuning in um you know the central hub for everything that i do is at dad uh, a you'll find a you know, blog post for all the podcast episodes you'll find links to my youtube channel as well as on my social media feeds but for twitter it's at dad needs to talk instagram dad to talk podcast and yeah Um, Be on the lookout in the coming weeks, Um, as always. I'm always trying to work and collaborate collaborate with other people when time permits. And I got to record an uh, an awesome episode with somebody on Sunday, so hopefully that'll be out in the next couple of weeks, um, along with some other stuff that I've done some time back that I'm still waiting to get published and come out. But yeah, as always, thank y'all for rocking with me. um, And please, if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy what I do tell a friend share it let the whole world know that robert is here aka father of vash doing some dope podcasting stuff and also if you would go to itunes or wherever platform you can and leave a review let me know how i'm doing and also send me send me an email send me some feedback at podcast at gmail.com and yeah I think that's going to do it Um, I am extremely hungry (laughs) it is time for me to go and big munch eat and watch some more anime Um, so yeah y'all be easy I hope y'all have an awesome week and I'll catch you guys in the next one so bye and peace